<laughs> Hello. Hello. And welcome to We, we Like Shenmue like and so should you. Okay. <laughs> uh, What's wrong with Shenmue? Nothing. But I think we have to. I think we're like, like not legally. There's no laws to this, but I think we have to say what our show is called properly. Okay, sorry, we'll say it this time. We, we, we like, like Shenmue. Shenmue. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping so. Yeah. Hold on. I think the beginning of this is going to be a little loud, as you can see. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, so hopefully I'll figure out how to edit that properly. Anyways, uh, this how is... How to pick the flowers in Shenmue. Alright. <laughs> well, so you half like Shenmue and you half like Donkey. Oh, I... Yeah, I only like it through the context <laughs> of that video. Okay. So this is our show. We like Shen... I thought you were going to join in. We like stuff and so should you. I thought I should just give it to you. That's fair. I think third time's... Not the charm. Yeah. In this case, <laughs> in this case certainly not. Uh, I'm Brenny. And I'm Melissa. And we're here to tell you about things that we like, and we hope that you just really enjoy it too, or check some, some new stuff out. And also... No? Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, we're broadcasting through the facilities of Trent Radio at... 92.7 CFF Yeah, what were you going to say? That Brendan's eating icing off of a spoon right now. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. What does that have to do with it? It has to do with the context that the audience needs to understand what you're doing. And it's a sin. Brennan just eats cake icing out of a container. Yep. Um, constantly. Co- constantly. Well, you've oh, done this it. This year. You've done it five times at least. This, and that's no, more than. Wait, wait, wait. So this year, mm-hmm. maximum, this is the second one. Mm-hmm. Last year, there was maybe maximum three. Mm-hmm. Maximum. That's more than regular people do. Is it? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than Shenmue does. I'll tell you that for free. You don't know what his name is. Shenmue? Yeah. His name's Shenmue. No, can't be. <laughs> his name's not Shenmue? I don't believe so, Melissa. Okay. You know nothing about that game other than the video game donkey uh, video that I showed Shenmue you. Shenmue 3. Okay, let me just look up this Wikipedia. Um... Okay. What's his name? Um, plot. His name's Shenmue. <laughs> Oops. What's his name, though? Ryo Hazuki. Ryo? Ryo Hazuki. That's fine that you might not have known that, but usually R-Y-O, is it? Yeah, usually it's Ryo. Anyways. His name's not... Who's Shenmue? What do you mean, who's Shenmue? <laughs> Whose ghost is Tsushima, Mose? It's like the main character, Jin's the ghost of Tsushima. He is the ghost? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't know what Shenmue means. What does Shenmue mean? I don't know. Okay. But, it, it, like... <laughs> what does... 
But, like, Shenmue me. Like, I understand that the title of something always has generally relates to it, but like, who is the Borderlands? Like, I see. Who's the Call of Duty? You are. <laughs> Shenmue means spirit tree. Okay. Which I don't understand. In the context of what I know about the game <laughs> makes no sense. But I know very little. Yeah, to be fair. Um, I also know nothing about Shenmue other than this video that I showed um, uh, Melissa. So there's a YouTube channel called Video Game Donkey. Uh, and it's just this guy that just plays video games. And he does some... He actually does some really thoughtful... Albeit... Um, like very not biased reviews on stuff but he will be very like this is my opinion on it and like either you agree or you don't and i don't care how you feel about it anyways because this is my channel that like that's his kind of way he presents stuff uh but i typically usually agree with what he has to say he made a really good video about cyberpunk um and like the gist of it was this game is a nightmare uh but i had fun with it mm -hmm. and if this game didn't have as many glitches as it does it would have been like a solid 7 out of 10, and that's how I personally feel about Cyberpunk, except he said it like very succinctly and very comedically. Uh, and sometimes he does videos just about him playing games. He does, he played, what was it, Tekken? He played Tekken a lot, and he played the bear character, and he would just ha like showcase him just like winning um, in very like wild ways. But yeah, Tekken is a weird fighting game. I don't know what we're talking about yet, uh, but Tekken is a fighting game where you can just be a full-on animal. It's not anthropomorphized. There are anthropomorphized animals, but sometimes you are just an animal. Like, there is just a bear character. I have no idea who this character's name is, but... Shenmue. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, he did this video about Shenmue 3 because Shenmue 3 came out, I think, like 15 or 20 years after Shenmue 1 and 2 or whatever, yeah. and they're all just weird, wild wildly i would consider them bad games but yeah it's like a product of their time kind of thing but they it's just like in this video <laughs> it's like literally the combat is terrible the dialogue is so awkward and hilarious it's literally like the main character you're like asking people questions they're like i don't know i've never heard of that i don't understand and it's just like there's no progressive progression in the dialogue yeah which like, like it's makes like no sense like and you're not having some, a real conversation yeah and there's some dialogue options that just do nothing <laughs> and then you're just like okay i guess i have to pick this other one yeah like, you have to go back into the dialogue for an rpg in, that comes out in Oops. 2020 well so wild. so that's what i'm talking about though because it's a it's i would consider it a bad game and that's because it's like a very specific style, but because it's that style, it has chosen to remain in that style. Yeah. Um, there's a bit in the video where you're exploring this house and you have to... Um, get the, collect <laughs> the tokens? Well, you have to collect the tokens. Um, and there's basically like, there's basically like a mini cutscene for everything that you do. So you'll open a drawer and it'll take like a full five seconds to open a drawer just to look inside to verify that nothing is in it. Like, and you have to look around or to get to this person's, like, I think to get into some house, it was like a, a busted up house and you have to like move a chair that was in your way. And there's a legitimate, like weird cutscene that's like 10 seconds long 
followed by a loading screen where the screen goes black and it says loading at the bottom. And not only that, you don't have to only move the chair, then you have to move the table. Yeah. There's another loading screen. Wild. Anyway, this video is incredible. It always makes me laugh. Yeah, it's really wild. And, like, there's a lot of YouTube channels that I really enjoy that I wouldn't really show to anybody else because I understand that, like, I've, I don't remember if I've talked about H Bomber Guy on this show. Have I? I think you have. Okay. And, like, that's a YouTube channel that I love and I would love to show everybody, but I know that the way he presents stuff is not necessarily the way everybody would enjoy it. Like, like I personally do not enjoy Yeah, the way Melissa the described it was that he sounds like... Um, he basically, in, the, in, the, in a very quick gist, he sounds like um, uh, a self-absorbed gamer nerd who's just um, self-righteous about everything. But he does sound like that, but he's not that. And there's just like, unfortunately, you can't really divorce that mm-hmm. uh, with his content. Because the content that he has, I've shown Melissa like some things... Um, and if, I don't want to speak for you, but I feel like you, you do agree that the things that he does say or talks about has merit and value, and I feel like you would enjoy it, but the way he presents it, it's just like, I can't do this. Some things, yeah. And then Some it's things, intermingled yeah. with other things that I'm like, I don't care about this. Yeah, some, and some of his jokes are like, even I'm not like always like, haha, this is funny, but I'm like, I know exactly what you're doing, and I appreciate that. And Melissa will see the same joke and be like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, is that your little like, I guess? Shenmue 3, yes. The game, Shenmue 3 is yeah. my little like. Yeah. Yeah. Not the video game donkey video. God. Just Shenmue 3. All right. The game, the legend. The masterpiece. The spirit 20, 20, 20 years later. Yeah. What's your little like? Um... So my, uh, so my little like is like a weird thing, I guess. It's not weird. I just like came about it the weird way. Um, I was going to tell everybody about this technically, and then I didn't want to be like... Okay, let me just restart. I was at work. I sniffle a lot. If you listen to our show, um, I try to catch it, and sometimes like... He sniffles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, we're past it. I no, said it. We're nope. past it. Okay. Um, if we stay on this, I'm going to go into woad, okay? I'm going to okay. go into woad mode. Wait, wait a second. Just just as it's a... It's coming. No, 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 no. This is real. This is real. Okay. For our show. My friend tried to listen to our show, tried to listen to our latest episode, which was W-O-A-D... <laughs> is the woad for me and she was like i was listening to this and i had to stop because melissa kept doing the woad voice for too long and i needed to take a break from it so please don't do the woad voice regardless of the situation we're put in um i I apologize (laughs) at least not for so long um i don't remember what the thing you just did was they didn't do Um, anything but when melissa did that thing you can like rewind like i don't know a minute um when we kind of like broke uh she made a face that i can't replicate (laughs) like (laughs) like one of her eyes was closing the other one was like looking right into my soul her half of her mouth on the opposite side of the eye that was closing did like a weird smirk smile and then the other one like i yeah i just don't anyways 
Um, so, my friend at work at EB Games um, knows that I'm a sniffler. Oh yeah, and I'm a sniffler. I'm trying to not. And he was telling me, because he's on Reddit like like a normal person would be on Reddit. And what does that mean? So that's very specific, yes. So I feel like a normal person on Reddit is somebody who checks Reddit like they would just check like Twitter or like Facebook. Not necessarily engaging. Who does that? What do you mean who does that? I don't know. <laughs> do you you check you check Twitter and Instagram like thirty times a day? Thirty? I don't know. No. Between both of them? Maybe. Okay. But that's... also I don't know. So Reddit's what, weird. What no I know. But like is that is that just it? Reddit's just weird. Yep. Okay, that's fine. I also agree. So my whole point from before is that I don't like telling people that I found things on Reddit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't technically find this on Reddit. So that's how, this is me circumventing everything. So he was... Are you talking about the, the yeah. nasal... Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he was telling me that there was this thing where apparently on Reddit, like a couple of days ago, it was like super popular. Um, there was like a video of this doctor that was uh, describing how to clear sinuses. And I've seen like techniques before... Um, apparently the one technique that I've seen, so you have three major sinuses. I don't remember what they're called. Um, there's one basically in your left cheek, uh, Mm -hmm. in your right cheek, and then in your forehead, right? The Shenmu, the Shenmo, and the Shenmore. I can't do this. I can't. Shenmu 1, Shenmu 2, Shenmu 3? There you go. Thank you. Um, and then, yeah, there's one, uh, basically in your forehead, right above your eyebrows. And apparently there was one, there's one way where... You could basically jostle your your skull if you apply pressure to where your eyebrows meet, uh, right at like your brow, and you apply pressure on the inside of your like the the inside of your mouth with your tongue, and you kind of like oscillate back and forth of pushing into your forehead and then pushing up against the roof of your mouth. Um, you'll loosen uh, that sinus cavity there, and it'll drain and it'll be like better pressure, uh, better pressure relief if you have like bad sinuses. I've always tried that and it's like never worked. Mm-hmm. And apparently some people it works, some people it doesn't. Maybe like, uh, especially because you're not a doctor and you're not like doing it properly, you might just not be doing it properly. I'm not? What? I'm not a doctor. I, no, I guess not. Oh, uh, I thought I went to school for it. You What? You have a master's, not a doctor, eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> someone's tired. No. <laughs> we don't normally get these levels of jokes that I don't, don't know how to react don't to. don't land. <laughs> well, it's not even that they don't land. I just don't know how to react to them. <laughs> because it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't add to my story. It just, it derails it. <laughs> and then I don't know what to do because I don't want to like, uh, anyways. Apologize. That's okay. Um. So yeah, and apparently in this video, they, not apparently, because I watched the video and I was like, oh dang, um, this doctor just shows you like different, wa- like other ways to drain your sinuses. Uh, and then he showed like a picture of what your sinuses look like in your face. And I hated that picture because I hate just, I hate knowing what my body looks like on the inside. Um, I'm pretty sure I'd be a bad doctor if I, if I like in that regard. Um, but anyways, if you... I like what your body looks like on the inside. Okay. Don't be ashamed of it. <laughs> okay. It's beautiful. Okay. Just like you. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. 
but yeah. So apparently if you take like if you take your your thumb and you like jam it under uh, one of your cheekbones, like close to your nose, and then on that same side you tug at your ear close to the lobe away from your like away from your body so like not up or down but just straight out um you will be able to cause like a a reflex with all the sinal tubes sinal sinus tubes uh and it'll just drain because your ears throat and nose are all connected um so like tugging at your ear uh apparently like conducts those sinus uh pipes or whatever you want to call it uh, properly uh, in a specific way that it just drains and all the junk will just drain to the back of your throat. And then I actually did it and it works and I'm very upset because it's just like a very small simple thing that like you can hear me now like it, it's not I'm not my nose is always going to be kind of congested but it's not sniffly. I'm not doing like the like the entire way through. It's Can nice and clear. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> And uh, the, the other one, so if you do that for both uh, ears, you can clear both of those sinuses. And another one that I thought was weird, but it worked so incredibly well, I'm very upset about it, to get the sinus in your forehead. If you hold your breath, take a deep breath, hold your breath, and then plug your nose, and then tilt your head back, it will be almost immediate. So I, I, I would actually, if you're listening, I would ask you to do this if you're comfortable. Take a deep breath, plug your nose, and for as long as you can, tilt your head back, so like you're looking up at the sky, uh, and stay that way. And you, will, it is like, if, you're, if your sinuses are clear, you'll probably be like, this does nothing. Uh, if you're someone like me, you'll feel everything drain down your throat, and it's like the weirdest sensation ever, but then you just feel a little bit better in your sinuses. Um, and it was like just one of the craziest things I've ever like heard about, and I was like, this is, this is incredible. Uh, and it was very exciting. And if I knew more about like uh, your like sinus biology and whatnot, I'd probably talk about this as a proper like, but this is all I got. I didn't want to do any more research. I was just like, this video helped. Dang. Yeah, I think you, no, I think I went first last time because I was talking about Nintendo Direct. So what's your thing? My thing? Yeah. Well, um, my thing is, um... You don't have a thing, do you? I do. Okay. I'm just drawing it out for... Dramatic and thoughtful effects? Yeah. So you can think about it more. No, okay. so that it's thoughtful and dramatic. Oh. What does thoughtful and dramatic mean? <laughs> because I said thoughtful and dramatic as in you are making it dramatic uh, for the audience, but you're using that time to think more about your topic so you can explain it. I thought I was being thoughtfully dramatic. Oh, I gotcha. Oh, my apologies. Mm -hmm. Continue. Mm -hmm. <sighs> my thing, I don't know, like, the reason why I was hesitant is because I don't know if I've talked about this before, so that's why. Um, but I was gonna talk about playing... <gasps> Excuse me. Plus you, I don't know what to say to someone that young, but continue, sorry. <laughs> You can just say Shenmue. I'm not going to, but that's okay. Okay. Um, I was going to talk about playing board games with friends. Uh, let me check my list. <laughs> Sorry. 
I just finished eating a bit of the icing and I started to drool a little bit because I guess my body was like, oh, have more icing, but I didn't have it. So I had to... <laughs> it was coming out of my mouth because I, I was looking down at my phone. <laughs> I didn't want to drool on my phone. I don't think you've talked about board games in general. Okay. This, yeah. this is my part about playing board games with friends. Board games with friends. Board Board games with with friends. friends. Board games with friends. This is her part about board Board games games with friends. friends. (laughs) Uh, The reason why I wanted to talk about it is because last Saturday night, I went over to Aaron's house and we played a board game and it was very fun. However, one thing that I... Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I think we already covered the tiredness from before. It's okay. Thank you. I appreciate your understanding. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, like, have a hard time with with board games is learning the rules. Um, because board games can be very complicated. And yes. I like playing a board game with someone who already knows how to play. And they can, like, explain the rules. And it's a lot easier if they already know and they've played it before. But Aaron and I decided to play a whole new game, which was Lord of the Ring Risk. Yes. And Lord of the Ring Risk, although the setup was painful, <laughs> like extremely so. Like, did Aaron know how to play? No, Aaron's never played. <laughs> and the directions were so confusing. It was literally like player one, player two. And then the thing that was really bad was that I was in charge of the rules and there are special two player rules at the back of the book. But I thought it was like, oh, you do, you set it up like normal and then you look at the two player rules for like gameplay. But I was wrong <laughs> because the setup is different for two players. I see. So like we set it up wrong and then, but it already had taken us like an hour to get to that point. So we were like, <laughs> what? Yes. I've never played Risk before. What? Why did it take so long to set up? Is it like? Well, first of all, you gotta sort out all the cards. And then you okay. gotta pick who you are. Um, I was the good characters, which were like elves and elven archers and cavalry, like Rohan, Ro- Rohan, <laughs> who's Rohan, <laughs> Rohan, and like um, things like that. Yeah. Uh, and like the eagles and stuff. And Aaron was the evil forces of Sauron. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so the thing is, is that the first thing you have to do is you both have to put one of your people on each of your like territories. Okay. That is like either evil or good. And so there's like different territories that are designated evil and good. And so first of all, we had to find them all on the board. I don't know oh. if you've ever tried to read a Middle Earth map. <laughs> But they decided to keep that font, you know, on this board game. And it was so hard to read. So that was the first struggle. And then the second was like, after that, we had to go around and fill out all the rest of the territories. Oh. Like, oh, because like, with Risk, you basically set up the, whole, the map, like, fully every time, right? Yes. Yeah. So every territory is taken. And we also had to set up this third neutral army that also had to have territories. And we were like where do we put this like this is dumb um and so after we finally set all that up um 
Yeah, the thing that I realized at closer to the end was that Aaron didn't start up the right territories because I was looking at the wrong rules. So then we had to change a bunch of stuff. So that was like complicated. Um, but yeah, then we got started and then it was like very confusing because I don't know if anyone's played Risk before. Like, but what no, kind of I, game I, is this? I feel like no one has. I've never met it. I, I know I've known people that have played Risk, but it's I've a never. Wild game. Okay. You literally. Okay, Brandon. Yeah. This is the rules of this game. Person who starts can attack any territory that like I have okay. or the other team has. Um, and essentially, continue. <laughs> um, essentially, uh, like so, Erin went first. She can attack any of my territories. Okay. Okay. When she attacks, she de declares one to three attackers. Okay. And if she declares three, then she rolls three dice. I can at most roll two defense. For, per each attack. Per each attack. Okay. Yeah, so she rolls three dice max, I roll two dice max. And if whoever gets the highest numbers wins, and then you get rid of one person from each team, sort of thing. Um, but, like, if Aaron loses... She can tack again. Like, you can attack infinitely many times. Not only that, you can just attack anywhere. So you can leave that and go attack over here. You don't have to be beside the country or anything? You do, but, like, because of the way the map is set up, you literally have armies everywhere. Uh, as long as you have more than one person on a place, you can just attack infinitely. There's no, like, you can only attack once. This is literally like she could use her army to attack every single one of my places. Uh huh. But there has to be downsides to that. Like there can be, but it's like she could lose. But it's um, it really didn't work out that way. <laughs> literally, I was doing okay at the beginning, and then all of a sudden, I kept rolling. I like every time I rolled the die, mm -hmm. I kept like getting like ones and twos, and Aaron just steamrolled every territory I had. <laughs> and then, once you own a complete territory, you just get like extra reinforcements at the beginning of your turn. So Aaron was getting like 15 people every turn. 15? Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'll take my three guys, because that's all I get, because that's the, that's the minimum. Minimum. <laughs> And anyway, I was like pushed back into this one area and I was really trying to defend the Shire and um, I blew it. You let that one orc uh, hit the, um, oh, what is it? God, I wish I remembered Lord of the Rings terminology. The one orc with the, the torch, uh, like the bomb at the wall. What's the wall? What was that place called? Minas um, Tirith? No. No, no, oh, it's a human. It's a human place. Uh, There's like the whole thing. Is that Helmsteep? Is it? It's like the impenetrable place. And they, 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 they actually broke through because they just straight up brought a bomb, which is new to like Middle Earth, I think. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that's wild. It, 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 I thought Risk was supposed to be fun, just very engaging. Yeah, this is the part, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because then there's that one guy holding the torch, and then they're like, oh my god, somebody has to, like, they're like, shoot him! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot him! Yeah. Anyway, um, Risk is a wild game. 
Aaron literally took over the entire map by the end. Um, Did she stop the fellowship? You don't stop the fellowship. What's the they point of the game? Go. Well, the point of the game is to get as much territories as you can before the fellowship gets to the end of their mission. Okay. Because at that point, I guess nothing else matters. So. Does that okay. mean if you're Sauron's armies, you always lose? I guess so. <laughs> I like, in the grand scheme of things, yes. Well, I mean, if you control all of Middle Earth and Sauron eventually dies, it's like, well, we got Urkai everywhere, so mm-hmm. we're probably doing all right. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, it's a wild game. It seems like a little bit. Um, more fun than regular Risk just because I like the fantasy element of it. Yeah. I like the little figurines. Oh, there's little figurines of everybody? No, but the little characters for like the elves and like different characters. Like every single soldier you have has a little like figure. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, yeah. And also like there's some, there's stuff that we never really got into because, we either interpreted the rules wrong or we didn't understand it until like the very end of the game. Uh, but I feel like if we played it again, there's some like cool like event cards and like you can do like side missions and get extra points and Okay. Well I feel like I feel like if there was like more than just the two of you as well. It would be way better. Yeah. If there was at least three people then we wouldn't have the weird neutral army that did nothing. Yeah. Except for like Whatever the reason, whenever Aaron or I tried to attack the neutral army, apparently we just rolled really well on the defense. I see. So that, that sucked. Oh, so you always lost against the neutral army? Like, a lot of the time. And then Aaron just started winning again. <laughs> and I kept losing. And I was like, okay, this is, this is a frick. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like that sounds like that time we tried to play, um, what was it, the cave? Vast? Uh, Vast, yeah. Um, so there is, just as a side note, there's a, oh geez, it was like four years ago uh, when we kind of like first, like the first year or two of moving to Peterborough, we um, went to the Boardwalk, Board Game Cafe, mm-hmm. I think it's called the Boardwalk, mm-hmm. uh, on George Street, and we played a game, we were playing a bunch of games, it was really fun, and then we saw the game called Vast, and we were like, what is this? And the person there was working was like, this game is really fun. It was Kickstarter or like crowdfunded. Um, it's a little bit complicated. Uh, the first time you play it will unfortunately be like a little bit of a nightmare. They explained it like a lot nicer. They're like, it's going to be a nightmare. The second time you play it, you'll be flying. We were like, okay, this sounds really great. I mean, it looked very cute. We were on a date. We had oh, a- we oh. were. were we- yeah, we had that mac and cheese and they had like oh, weird yeah. beers. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good, and there's not even a bad price. But yeah, then we played this game, and I fell in love with it. And Melissa really liked it too, but I just I can't speak for her and how much she might like it. Um, and it was, it's just like a really wild concept of a game. I guess this will be my thing. I'd, I I will let you finish your thing, and I'll talk about Vast. <laughs> I apologize. I thought it was going to be a very small, like, oh, let me talk about this game, because this is also a complicated game. I'm just going to mm-hmm. talk about it for my thing. Great. Um, I just want to say that playing board games with friends is fun, and even if the board game is complicated and makes you upset and um, what? makes you tired <laughs> and pulls at every last shred of anything you have. Even when even, you're having a bad time with the game, you're having a good time with your friends. Yeah, and it's a shared experience of frustration and 
agony. <laughs> uh, well, apparently not for Erin. She was destroying you. No, but we had a lot of frustration <laughs> and agony at the beginning. It's a steep uh, learning curve, and gotcha. we were both, like, tired. And, um, yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. But, uh, you know what? Now we know how to play a new game, and I'm stoked to play it with more friends. Yeah. Because, yeah, when, when I came to pick you up that one time, it was very much like, oh man this sounds great i want to go home don't show it to me you're all y'all are tired too but i'd love to come back and play this mm-hmm. yeah you're invited thank you you're welcome what other games are like actually when was the last time we played or had people over for board games we should designate a night for that specifically i think that'd be good bgn board game nougat you got it. BGS. Board game. <laughs> Can't say that on air. What? No! <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. Okay. What else starts with an S? S- Board game Shenmue. Oh, jeez. All right. Or, hear me out, BGW. Are you finished? (laughs) I'm not acknowledging. Fine, board game Woad. No. Yeah? That wasn't what I was going to say. What are you going to say then? Big Greg Wirt. What? What about Theo? He's the biggest of them. Yeah? That's why he doesn't need the title. Oh, he's just big. Yeah. He's big, so it's big, and then Greg, and then Wirt. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't big a Tim, Hon- a Tim Honks? Tim Hanks movie? Tom Hanks? Oh my god! <laughs> okay. At least my mess up of his name made sense when I said Tim, Tim Hanks. Did you not realize I said Tim Hawks? No, but that's a great name for a goose. <laughs> this is my goose. His name is Tim Hawks. Uh, but yeah, wasn't... And he just goes like this. So he's not honking. <laughs> that was my honking. What does a honk sound like? All right. I don't know. That's okay. Remember when in our last episode you were like, can you do a Yoshi noise? And I was like, and I was like hemming and hawing and I did it like a little badly and then I did it like pretty good. But I was like super nervous because I was kind of put on the spot and I don't mind. It's our show. But like that right there, Uh your attempt at trying to fix your honk, which, Uh so like a honk is an onomatopoeia. Honk. You, you know that, right? An onomatopoeia is when an, uh, a noise sounds like the name we give it. So like bang or honk. And But geese honk. Yeah. Yeah. They do a little honk noise. They go wah. That wah. geese, do, I, I don't believe. What about on Tidal Goose Game? What noise does it make? Honk. I will pull up a video of oh, Untitled Goose. Oh, it's fine. No, you just don't want to be I've, proven I wrong. I trust, I believe you. Now that you're saying it, I know it's true. <laughs> what? 
I know it's true, Brendan. One I'm of my really... students used to go on every single time we had a break, would yeah. turn off, turn on their mic, and just go honk, 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 honk. So now that I'm thinking about it, I know what it is, okay? And you know what? I'm sorry that I was wrong. Oh my gosh! Time to pick. Wait, is is the word onomatopoeia actually mean that? Because I know no, there's. A... It doesn't. Okay, what is what is the word for that? What is onomatopoeia then? Onomatopoeia. I don't know. Is that it? Hold on. Where's the honk? Honk for us, goose game. Oh, you are right. That is onomatopoeia. Oh, okay. I Wait. Was thinking... Not saying honk. It's doing a like. It is not quacking. It's doing a. No. <laughs> You're taking the fundamental sound of quacking and trying to turn it into a honk. I understand that it's not exactly honk. I will. Okay, I will admit listen, that. That's fine. Can I just say something? Yes. I've embarrassed myself enough <laughs> on this episode. I would like to move past this. Okay. And never return to it. Okay. And I would like you to talk about Vast now. All right. And I'm going to sit here politely and not say a thing. Okay. Let me just make sure I haven't talked about Vast before. Excuse me. The things we've talked about has been Vast. So Vast, yeah, I have not. Um, actually, I'm going to be right back so I can actually, excuse me, get the game. Uh, you talk for a bit. Well, okay. well. Yeah. Oh. On weekend, start the real show. Talk. I am talking. Oh, I apologize. He is, um, he's thinking that I'm not talking, but I am talking. And while he's gone, I'm going to talk about, um, the Goofy movie. What a great movie. Um, this movie has music. It's got family adventure. It's got possum costumes. It's got father of father-son adventures. It's it's got everything that you could ever want in a movie. I, I actually can't hear you, but do you know what the game is? Uh, it's in the office. I thought so. It's probably on a shelf on the right-hand side. Yeah, I thought Anyway, back to the Goofy movie. Um, what a great movie with Goofy trying to, uh, build up his bonds with his teen son, Max, who, uh, just wants to get in with his crush, um, and go and see a concert. So, more on that later. Um, Let's see the audio. Oh, more, on that, more on that later. Doing quite a bit, whatever you're doing there. I, I still can't hear what you're saying. Brendan doesn't know the real show that's going on here. Okay. <sighs> Talk later. Bye. I'm going to be so upset when I, when I uh, listen to this. What? Just to figure out what, what secrets you're hiding from me. It's not a... It's dumb. I couldn't <laughs> think of anything good, so I just did something that was dumb. Yep. Yeah. And it wasn't even that dumb. Silly, even. Not really. It was just meh. But yeah. The true fans will know. Uh, I'm gonna have to. I, I, I physically can't hear you when you talk like that. So I'm gonna have to go and find out what you said <laughs> when, I, when we're done recording. Anyways. 
So vast is the crystal caverns. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was just reading it. I understand. Uh, yeah, it's vast. The crystal caverns. Uh, well, I was trying to talk about it, and then you interrupted me, and I lost my train of thought. I apologize. Continue. <laughs> um, it is a game for up to five people. Uh, and the back reads, uh, As the ultimate asymmetric board game, Vast the Crystal Caverns provides a limitless role... Uh, sorry, a limitless adventure, playable again and again as you and your friends explore the five exciting roles in many combinations. Play solo or with up to five players for a full game. Play as the knight. Discover treasure and use your might to vanquish the dragon. The goblins. Guide your hordes to defend the cave from the knight. The dragon. Eat goblins on <laughs> just <laughs> I just I love I just I I've never read the back of this because we just went out and played it and then you actually bought it for me, which was a great present. But I love that the knights here to kill the dragon. The goblins here are just here to defend the cave because that's their home. The dragon also lives in the cave. Absolutely is just here to eat the goblins. Eat the goblins, take your treasure back from the knight. Uh, and explore the cave to grow powerful enough to escape. You can be the thief, uh, where you sneak through the cabin, sorry, you sneak through the uh, cave to backstab the other players and steal their treasure, and you can be the cave itself to manipulate the map to control and ultimately kill everybody. It's an incredibly fun game. It is one of my favorites that I've played, um, Almost like overall, it's, it is one of my favorite board games. We've played like lots of other like group games before. Mm -hmm. uh, there was that one that I can't remember how long ago. It was one that everybody. The zombie one. I don't think it was zombies. I think it was like aliens. Like it was like diplomatic aliens. We played with like Adam and Solo and and stuff. But y'all were already playing because I was at work, so I came in and I like oh, sat in on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one seemed pretty fun. Yeah, uh, and I was that... talking about the survival zombie game. Where I was the traitor and I was trying to take all the food and I was trying to blame it on you and make you out to be the traitor but then you didn't put anything in the pile. I don't remember this game. There's like a bunch of zombies and we were little tokens and then like you could go out and explore but you had to like collect food. I, so, okay, so I remember the gameplay. I do not, I cannot picture the game at all. Uh, but yeah, no, so Vast... So me and Melissa, when we played, I think she was the dragon and I was the knight. And, uh, like, again, it's similar to that awful, 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 terrible time you had with uh, Lord of the Rings or Middle Earth Risk, where learning the rules, uh, because we were, like, missing certain things that each character could do, um, we were kind of having a bad time because either I would be overpowered in doing what I was doing because I kind of understood more, or as soon as you realized that you could do something and I, like didn't understand how to react to that because I didn't know my character enough. It was like, well, this isn't fair anymore. <laughs> um, but once we knew all the rules, the second time we played it, uh, we were going wild. Um, and especially in this game, um, you, like each character is like an entirely different game. You have different rules and you're playing differently um, as each character. So the night you have like health and you have like grit, which you use for like basically abilities or like attacks um you can get like 
equipment and treasure just like the game described and you're you get like power-ups and stuff like that all the all sorts of stuff and yeah you're just out there to get treasure and kill the dragon you're you're here to kill the dragon that's your whole deal uh the dragon's whole thing is that you've just been asleep and then this knight busts in your door and it's just like i'm here to kill you mm-hmm. and you're just like and you spend most of the beginning of the game asleep but yeah you wake up eventually and uh yeah you get like um a bunch of die die no cards it's cards yeah dice. you have like um, action cards yeah and then you like pick three at random and then you can spend those to do like your special moves yeah. So there's like a lot of variety in what you can do as well. And then when you're asleep, you can't. There, like you're asleep, if you're asleep, you're basically like, you're like underground or you're like digging around. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you eat enough goblins or deal enough damage or something else, I can't remember. There's like other items in the game if you're, depending on how many people are playing, where you can just be like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm doing this. Um, you basically collect enough points, you wake up, and then it's a problem. If uh-huh. if the dragon wakes up. It's basically a much more of a problem for everybody else. Um, and then, what is it? So the goblins, there's different factions of the goblins that each have like their little ability. You, you play as the horde itself, but there's different factions for each of the... Uh, there's different abilities for each faction, and depending on where you place your goblin horde or everything like that, um, you, you build your strategy in that manner, which was really neat. Uh, the thief, we've never played the thief yet. And the reason is because the thief is very specific. If you are hit uh, as the thief by like the knight or the dragon or whatever, uh, you will immediately die. The thief has basically like in real life, you have no constitution. You just you you just fall. Um, and even the game is like, hey, the thief is really fun. Uh, don't play it the first time. It's not going to be fun until you know how to play everything else. Uh, and actually, my second favorite. So I played the the knight. I really like the concept of the goblins, but I haven't played them yet. Yeah, I really want to play the goblins. Yeah. they seem really cool. I played the cave a bunch of times. The cave is so fun um, because as the cave, you you like partially decide how the cave is being built. Uh, basically, the 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 run of the game is that. Um, you have different tiles, you shuffle them up, you place them upside down, and then as you like enter different rooms, um, you pull from a, a, a pile and just build the cave as it goes. Once there are no more piles to build the cave from, once the cave is fully built, uh, the cave starts collapsing. Uh, and as the cave, as the character of the cave, um, you get like certain abilities where you can you can cause like premature collapses so you can like block off paths or you can uh like swap areas i think or swap items in different areas or you can uh just like you can like move the characters on the map depending on how many points you like allocate or or spend Uh, and everything costs different um different amounts and just kind of like the dragon where you have different cards that are different actions the cave you have like a pool of resources i think they're just like different symbols uh but each combination of symbols allows you to make an action mm-hmm. so similar you, to the dragon yeah 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 because you would it was like claw wing and fire or something were your symbols teeth teeth yeah and yeah it's just it's just so it's so unique and i know Uh, especially in like the last like five ten years there have been probably thousands 
of unique like board games or kickstarted things or like the uh the big joke for the past couple of years entrepreneurial wise uh is everybody got a podcast and you know what so do we technically we i mean it's a radio show um and first and foremost like i made it it was a huge deal to make sure that like yeah uh, when this airs on radio only after it's on radio first uh, do I put it online? And that was a big deal for me. Uh, because uh, being in the radio station was like a, was really cool. It, it, it's, it's more of the principle of it, anyways. But yeah, everybody has a podcast. There are so many, like, D&D exploded. Everybody did D&D podcasts or, like, everything like that. Or, like, it had a huge resurgence. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I know that there are probably, like, hundreds of different board games that are, like really unique and have their own type of like gameplay and style and and all these things but something about vast it's how i felt i I can't remember if i talked about uh i'm pretty sure i did my my favorite book that i still have to reread uh everything matters i talked about that a while ago uh and if you haven't listened to that episode because god knows if anybody listens to our show consistently (laughs) uh but i basically went to a bookstore looked at a bookshelf and I was like, I'm gonna pick a book. And I did, and it's been my favorite book uh, to this point. Um, albeit that I haven't like reread a lot of stuff, so I don't know if my opinions changed. But Vast, so far, we played it that one time and I was like, this is it. This is the only game that I really, well, I mean, it's not the only game, but it's like a game I, I have a huge investment in. And we've only played it like three times. Mm-hmm. But like, it's very fun. Yeah, and like I just want, I want like now that we're uh, the second time, actually not the second time, the the last time we tried to play it with like Aaron and Alex, um, it had been basically like a year and a half since we played it last, so we all tried to learn basically at the same time, and it was much less fun because Alex was having a hard time beating the goblins because we were still trying trying to figure it out. Uh, as soon as Aaron figured out how to be the knight. She was destroying us. She was de- tearing everybody apart. Hell yeah. Uh, and then even you as the dragon, you kind of forgot certain things. And me as the cave. I still won though. Oh yeah. Which was great. Um, but uh, yeah, even me as the cave, once I figured out how to be the cave properly, I like had to stop doing the... Th- like I had to basically stop playing as actively as I wanted to. Because I was like, this isn't fair if I cut off all these passageways or I like move all these things I had to like choose specifically what I think what I thought would be more fun and for me that was fun because I wanted to share the game with everybody so I was like if me having a subdued time allows everybody else to have fun I'm having a blast Mm. so for me I was having I was fine but I felt bad for Alex I felt bad for Aaron up until the point where she started destroying everybody uh, I did feel bad for you up to a certain point too, and then you're like, wait, 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 I'm awake now. And then it was like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, but I really want to play with like uh, Allie and Nicole. I really got to get Nicole on the show. Yeah. Because she, yeah, she hasn't been on the show, right? Yeah. But yeah, no, Vast is just a really good game. Uh, I, I really implore anybody who's listening who likes board games, look it up, Vast the Crystal Caverns. Um, it's a very cool game. If you know, cool. if you know me in person at all in any capacity, I own then the you're game. Lucky. Aww. <laughs> uh, I do own the game, so please come play with me. Aww. 
Um, or just go, like, I'm sure most board game cafes would probably have it if they're, like, well-stocked. Uh, that being said, with the variety of board games, they might, like, cycle through things. I have no idea. We haven't been to the uh, board game cafe in so long, so... Uh, now's not really the time to figure it out, so... Uh, but, yeah. I think that's all I really have to say about that. And we have about, like, what? Like, ten minutes left? Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I was just looking, because there's, like... I don't know. Now I'm just, like, looking at board games. <laughs> oh! Uh, talking about uh, Kickstarter things. Do I have my phone? Where's my phone? Talking about Kickstarter things. Um, like, the day that it was ending, uh, my friend told me about a Kickstarter for a tabletop role-playing game set in the Avatar world that was, I believe, it was officially licensed and everything. Based on the content that it had, um, I believe that it is probably going to be one of the, the most fun, uh, like, tabletop-style games I'll, I'll, I've ever played. Um, it's a set in the world of Avatar The Last Airbender, and boy howdy. There's, there's like, several eras that you get to play in, uh, so it could be during the Hundred Year War, or during... Or before the Hundred Year War, during the Hundred Year War, uh, during uh, uh, Avatar Aang's time, and then during Korra's time. Um, and yeah, they just they thought out so much information uh, and and so many so many details. Oh, and Kyoshi's time. That was yeah, it. Yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you would just kind of like lead like a, like a group of adventurers, uh, adventurers, and uh, you'll have like bending abilities and all these things, and there's different like booklets to go along with it. Um, I think one of the additional booklets, because they got so much funding, they got like a such a ridiculous amount of funding. Um, and yeah, it, it, I was just so excited. Uh, and I, I think it'll be great. And uh, tabletop board games are pretty, pretty, pretty smoking. <laughs> they are, aren't they? Yeah. Pretty neato. Spaghetto. That's what I was gonna say. No, I know. That's why I said it. Huh. But yeah, that's pretty much our show. It is. I think so. Uh, thanks to Matt Campbell for providing our background music. Thanks to everybody at Trent Radio. I cannot remember if I talked about this last time. I did finally talk to Matt. Yay! Yes. It's finally Brandon been done. finally talked to Matt. Talk to Matt. Heck yeah. Talk to Matt. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we talked on the phone and it was very stressful because I... Aside from the joke that we kept making on this show, that like, oh, I haven't talked to him forever and everything's fine, um, and like we've texted like every now and then, um, we finally got to the point where it was like, oh, we should actually like you should call like call today, and I was like, okay, and then like I sat down and I was like, what if I call and everything's different, and then I called him and we like said hi, we like did like a classic. Y'all don't know Matt, and I'm really hoping that either I get to go see him in Toronto or I just call him and we have like a, we do a show uh, over the phone. But there's the classic, whenever me and Matt hang out and there's just like a bit of silence or a bit of chuckle to be had, 
and I did say that specifically. You uh, did. It's very much like a <laughs> uh, that kind of laugh, and Matt does that laugh like almost perfectly, and it's very funny because we just get kind of trapped in that kind of laughter because I don't know, it's just good. Anyways, we picked up the phone, said hi, asked about how we were doing, and then it was just like it was like I talked to the man yesterday, like or like the day before making that call, and I was like, damn. <laughs> This is what Friends is like. This is great. I'm so excited. Because it's basically what happened with me and Ali. Where, like, we've known each other for, like, ten plus years now? Or... Uh, you might know Ali as... Um, uh, our president. Our president, yep. a.k.a. a Minecraft enthusiast. Yep. Uh, yeah, I've known her for more than ten years now. And there have been, like... Within that time, there was like a couple, there was at least like a year or two where we basically talked to each other like twice, um, or we maybe saw each other once for the whole year. We were just super busy. And then like the next time we actually hung out, it was like, sick, now what? And it's like, what do we do? Like, 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 nothing changed. Anyways, that's what I meant. Not to say that it was like boring or anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, catch us next week. Hopefully we won't be too- Catch us. <laughs> You've outed my plan. I, I, I don't know where to go with this. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I set up You're something. Playing, we're playing a big game of tag. And you gotta and catch you us. You gotta catch us. If you see me in public and you run at me, I will probably defend myself. But uh, if I, if you tell me that you listen to our show and you are playing tag, I will probably break down crying, laughing, uh, and then I will chase you. Uh, if, uh, if, if you... You gotta ca- touch him first. Well, yeah, if you caught me, and then the designation is that now I am it, I will, I mean, I will probably, like, I will straight up, I'll, I'll probably, like, leave school. I will, if, if you find me at work, I will be like, hey, sorry, write me up, I gotta go play tag. Like, I, I will, I will do that. Um, please don't abuse that I'm power. Gonna, I'm gonna pay someone to do that. Well, I was gonna say, please don't abuse that power. Don't like, don't have like seven different people approach me the same day in during like a one shift to like harass me. If somebody, if somebody pulls that I off, it's like great. For thirty-five dollars, I could make that happen. Per person? No, five dollars a person. Seven people. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, like I, someone if would do that for five dollars. Yeah, I mean, if 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 you're making it worth their while, maybe. But don't do it because you want to be a jerk to me. Do it because it's gonna be great. You know what I mean? You hear what I'm saying? You are you picking up what I'm throwing down? Uh, please ignore me. <laughs> uh, already there, buddy. <laughs> Bucko. Anyways, uh, yeah, catch us next week. Um, I'm gonna try and coerce Melissa into actually making an episode where we watch a terrible, awful, horrible movie and we review it. Um, is it gonna be Jujutsu? I hope so. Will it maybe be uh, Willy's Wild Wonderland World? I can't watch Jujutsu again. <laughs> I can't watch it again. Uh, maybe it'll be a different Nicolas Cage movie that I was shown a segment of and he had a body double for his body. Oh, yeah! <laughs> That's a new movie. It is new? Yeah. All right. Well, there's yeah, lots of I options. Lots of Nicolas Cage options. There doesn't have to be Nicolas Cage, uh, but well, it does have to be pretty pretty wild. It does have to be. Okay, I'm fine with that. Then Jiu Jitsu is a runner-up. 
It's a it's a contestant. It's a contender it's for not, sure. It's not it's not a runner up. All right. It's like a fifth alternate. Anyways, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.